my kids like music and they don't have to worry about concert tickets. Be just like dad, huh? <laughs> Actually, I almost took I almost took William to the Stones show with me. But it was a Sunday night and he had school the next day. Hey, it doesn't matter to Stones. Come on. That's what I'm saying. That's the only reason why I almost took him with me. Because I had never seen them in person before. And I thought, well, he's this is probably the only shot he's gonna get to see. I live. saw him when they were good. <laughs> Oh, come on. They sound great in concert now. I, th- I was I know, impressed. But I saw them when they were young and great in concert. Wait, weren't we mad that they toured when, when What's-His-Name died? Who? Charlie? Charlie? Charlie Watts. Weren't we mad about that? I was. I didn't I didn't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I would rather... I what th- John Height cares about. Well, I would rather they didn't, but it's not anything I'm going to lose any sleep over. But they had already scheduled the tour. Wasn't that your consensus, Johnny? Yeah, yeah so why it's not just it's, go it's okay it? that they went out. Pratt, you're not you're not. I would uh, mm-hmm. I would be mad if the lead singer died and they went out. Then I'd be mad. That's what Journey did because they didn't they get that kid from American yeah, Idol. Well, yeah, but, Journey but Stones. yeah, and Steve Perry's not dead. He just doesn't uh, perform oh, Journey anymore. Joe, you are gonna have the frat. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have <laughs> the lamb. Uh huh. You're gonna have the eco. Well, yeah. And you're going to have the center. Also the same every day. Right. That next week, too? <laughs> yes, because... Well, it... you know what? I don't like this. Well, remember... I don't care. We're trying to make remember. a week in which we will be absent. Are we absent the following week? Correct. Next week all, is our all, last All week. week, right? Yep. Got it. Yep. My favorite comment of the day now, no matter what we do on the show, will be, Journey's not exactly analogous to the Stones. Yeah. That will be my favorite comment of the day because <laughs> you deserve not. that. Well, yeah, Chris deserved that. Yeah. And you you know why I did it, right? I don't. Because it, I knew it would get you two going. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Oh, we haven't, we haven't been on the town council long enough yet. <laughs> yes, Chris. I don't oh, know. So, I do it. so update me on Rivertown. So next week is um, the final week? No, no, they're going to go... Uh, Every two two more weeks after, but they're not doing Thanksgiving week. Let me was that Larry? What did I just hear Larry snoring? No, was it me? (laughs) No, I thought I heard something. No, okay. Uh, let me hear, let me read you what uh, what I just got. Uh, I get way too many emails. (laughs) I'm up up to about 200 on the day so far here at the house. you, you, You are barking up the wrong tree, sir. Well, I'm get I'm up to about 400 a day at home. Let's see. Uh, knee copy for weeks of 11, 14, 11, 28, 12, 5. So apparently they are, they have scheduled nothing for the week of Thanksgiving, which will okay. work good, right? Yep. That's so the, the last week would be 12, 5 as of now, although they may add more, it sounds like. So 12, 5. December 5th. But that, so that's the, f- no, because the last week of is the 28th through the 2nd. So it would be the week after that. Fratelloni's Hardware they, and Garden Stores. They they will be on the week of 12-5. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. We're, 11, we're 11, same thing. 11-14, 11 and 12-5. Hi. Sk- skipping Ooh. 11-21. Johnny's Club. Rivertown Medical Center. Uh, hey, how do we, Well, never mind. We're go recording. Ahead. No, oh. it's not, I, it, we're recording. I can ask. Rice is good for one. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just there uh, was no foul weather at that football game last year. You watched that pig? I turned it on to see the weather. It wasn't any, so I didn't watch it. 
You wanted some hot Carolina Panther action. No, I wanted winds and rain. and. <laughs> I turned it on with 10 minutes left and watched about a minute and then picked up a book and didn't pay any attention until I saw the final score. Who won? Uh, Carolina's. Yeah. 20, game. 25 feel, to 15. Is it weird that I feel bad for L. Michaels? Here's a guy that no. he called one of the greatest sporting events in the history of sports. He's been he's doing everything, and he's on Thursday night freaking football on Amazon. And they're not getting good games. No, all the no, games are garbage. He has had some great lines though in in reference to that. Yeah, I've seen games. some of them on social media. They're, yeah, they're, they're very funny. And I get it. He <laughs> it's world's smallest violin. He's making what ten million a game or whatever he's making. But making a lot. Doesn't he just say, "Well, what the hell am I doing here?" He's like 75, isn't he? Kind of I mean, like Joe with us. What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> exactly right. Guys my age are playing golf. What am I doing here? <laughs> oh, oh, we sorry. love you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> for, 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 for. All right. So I got to I gotta just see what I got to get in here. Kenny has a sealed seal? Seafoam. Seal. That's just a little ice. Okay. Well, um, boy, uh, I'm going to need a rook. Not only am I going to need rook every day, but I'm not going to be able to let him leave early next week. He's going to have three heads every day. I better text him that. All right. Good, good talk, Reavers. I got huh? good pipes today. Bradaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Are you ready, Brad? Been there. Mike's coming in today. Oh, why? We have to do the scramble. He was unavailable on Tuesday. Is he selling those slush clusters? Yeah. Fratelloni's Hardware. I've heard of them. Let's kick it. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 963, Veterans Day. November 11th, 2022. It was 64 degrees on this day. Uh, in 2005, and it was one below in 1986. And next week, I'll be telling you about the last 70 we'll experience. Oof. That'll be coming up. Mm -hmm. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom. And of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Today is uh, Veterans Day. I got a note from uh, Sanibel. Uh, he also notes that he ordered uh, Liz Collin, the Liz Collin book mm -hmm. uh, on George Floyd. Uh, he says, please be sure to express good wishes to all veterans today. I, I am going to. Uh, and he notes something that's not un, not unlikely. I fear that the not too distant future will see the end of such tributes. Hopefully I am wrong. And he sent a picture of himself uh, when he was in officer candidate school. What a dork. <laughs> what a dork. Why does he say Looked that? Look like Don Knotts. Right. Why does he say what? Does he give a reason as to why he thinks tributes well, like because, this? Because the woke world doesn't applaud war and victory and men and women fighting for America. Here's today's ray of 
this morning mm-hmm. after breakfast before we departed for Carver Elementary, my son showed me the report he did. On, and I didn't even know this. My wife's uncle was in the Air Force. And, okay. and he did a, an extensive report on him for Veterans Day today. So I disagree with Sam. No, I did. Yeah, I, I disagree too. But I did. Well, that's this year. His concern is for the future. Oh, for long term. Yeah. Well, I got a great report from a school. One of the kids of a kid I used to have went to, and they had a wonderful uh, Veterans Day mass with the vets in attendance. Cool. The whole deal. Okay. You know what I'm there's, saying? I do. There's a lot of woke rock stars or that you guys would call woke who uh, honor vets continuously. So I see, I just, I don't know. Give me an example. Oh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen obviously. Well, would that's be government music. What else do you expect? Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. We're eight minutes in. Yeah. We're not even eight minutes. We're not even eight And already Joe's showing, showing his rock and roll. You know what he is? He's ignorance. the new Huey Lewis in the news. His rock and roll. Ign- I, I like Huey Lewis in the news. So. That was government music, too. I no, will say that since I'm the king of the, uh, what was that? What am I the king of? I'm the king of the irrelevant no. interrupter. Um, <laughs> I, like Adam, I like I that. Was, on Veterans Day, I was at the Washington, D.C. site of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Yeah. Wow. We just yeah. had a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, no, I, I, it's just, it's chilling how, how gripping it is. Just we just had a large veteran concert for veterans headlined by Joe Walsh and members of the Foo Fighters. Cool. I, I, you know, Joe Walsh does it every year. I'm just saying, you know, the, the woke isn't, you know, anti-patriotic. Well, when I think of woke, I don't immediately leap to music. I think more of the political class. Well, okay. You think Mitra Jalali celebrated Veterans Day today? That I do not know, Joe. Okay. Well, I'm, Ilhan, I'm no expert on Mitra Jalali. You think Ilhan Omar celebrated it? Uh, no. I'm going with no. I'll agree with you on that one. I'm, we're we're on the same Abrams. page. No. Um, what's the one? Uh, Missouri. What was her name? Uh, I don't know. They're Missouri. All, who cares? They're all nuts. What the heck was her name? I, I made a terrible error yesterday that uh, Tom Tierney wishes to point out, and he's absolutely correct in doing Uh-oh. so. <clears throat> Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. During Thursday's segment discussing the Edmund Fitzgerald, you made reference to the storm system responsible for its sinking, the witch of November, moving east and contributing to the perfect storm of book and movie fame. Unfortunately, those events are rather far apart in history. When the Fitz sank in 1975, <laughs> the perfect storm did not occur until 1991. Oh, I, I should have known that. Clearly, 1991 was stuck in your subconscious as you referred to interviewing the book's author that year, the author of the book that came out in 1997. <laughs> Thanks. I didn't help by trying to yeah. add to your... In October of 91, I was a freshman at MIT working in the news office, wrapping inch-and-a-half-thick course catalogs in brown paper and slapping on mailing labels for delivery to prospective applicants. I have vague recollections of a nearby TV showing footage of waves crashing over roads along the shore south of Boston without recognition of the storm's true severity. It wasn't until I read the eponymous book and later saw the movie that the impact of that storm, particularly the loss of life, became apparent. The storm responsible for the tragedy off the coast of New England, what was was known as a nor'easter. These storms tend to originate 
off the coast of the mid-Atlantic states before moving south and are characterized by their potent winds blowing from the northeast. While I suppose it is possible for a storm system from the upper Midwest to move east and contribute to the intensity of a nor'easter, that was not the case in 1991. Our recollections aren't always perfect. As my 90-year-old father says, the memory is the first thing to go, and I can't remember what the second thing is. <laughs> Keep up the good fight, Tom and East Union. P.S. I grew up on peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh, oh boy. That's a, to get it right, you have to use crunchy peanut butter, make the sandwich on cheap white bread, and throw in some iceberg lettuce. I've oh, had it with lettuce. And, and he's absolutely right, but he's not adding. To me, peanut butter and mayonnaise is only uh, most agreeable on toast. Okay. I, I, I toast the bread. Then the peanut butter, then the mayonnaise. How about a cooking segment in Garage Logic featuring about, the mayor? How about you go bleep yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you put the lettuce between the peanut butter sure. and the mayo? Stacy, the GL geologist, notes a large earthquake near Tonga. A tsunami warning was issued. It was a mm. seven point one in the Tonga region. This is the only show in America where you get geological updates the only one only one the only show in america that has a lake detective i just i don't know why i can't get past the concept of peanut butter and mayonnaise together it's uh it's it's not worth you worrying about yeah i probably (laughs) will never try it it really isn't uh let me tell you something to play along yesterday i think we i think we I think we've had some good shows this week. I think we've, I think we've come across a few truisms, uh, chief among them, that uh, there are many people voting uh, that really don't have a terribly vested interest in the civic health of the of the community. They're right. more worried about personal identity and ideology and and what yep. what can be represented by them. Thus the. Uh, the election of somebody named Lee Finke, uh, a state legislator who has no more worth to the state of Minnesota than I do. Might be a great human being. That's not what I'm saying. But she ran purely to become the first transgender person. That's not meaningful. That doesn't help us. It doesn't help some mom piling three kids into her car to get to Target to buy buy stuff. You know what I'm saying? I do. Mm-hmm. And along those lines, uh, I was... Uh, uh, I have Nick from Costa Mesa, California, who wants me to know that uh, renters do pay property taxes. I believe I made it clear that I wasn't diminishing renters per se. Uh, And he said that his monthly rent uh, presumably includes a portion of the owner's total property tax on their property. I would say the tenants are actually paying the property tax, not the owner. And as a renter, I am, in fact, concerned about my you. By my you by my municipality and have some skin in the game, Nick in Costa Mesa, California. I accept every word he says. Of course, there are renters with skin in the game. Sometimes, uh, sometimes generalizations are fraught with danger, aren't they? They really are. <laughs> and I have a note from Walt Mills who said you nailed it Thursday when you spoke of candidates getting elected to represent themselves and their identities to the public instead of representing the public to the state. 
I used to live in District 66B, Ward 4 at St. Paul. In the last few years, there was only Mitra Jalali ignoring the middle class voter. <laughs> but now with this Finky person, there are going to be two elected fish officials ignoring the middle class voter. The non-thinkers who voted for them are delighted as they believe in the whole first song and dance. The first to do something is really special to these non-thinkers, although it accomplishes nothing in the adult world. They have no idea what the job of an elected official is really for. Make policy that matters. Make, I'm sorry, make policy that makes life more livable for all of us. The public education I got 50 years ago told us we elect people to represent us, do our business. I believe this is no longer true. Well, and again, a generalized statement, it's no longer true the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings. Uh, keep this subject alive on the podcast. We elect people to represent us, not themselves. And on that note, I got yet another uh, email blast from Mitra Jalali, who Did is a you? city council <laughs> person in St. Paul. More money for the uh, Iranian. Yes. And this is another uh, email from the National Iranian uh, National Iranian American Council. And it wants me to know that. Since Tuesday night, three Iranian-American women won their races and made history. I don't give a bleep. <laughs> three wins missed means increased Iranian-American representation in state legislators. So what? Meaning we're increasing our community's representation at all levels. I don't care. These elected officials will continue to break down barriers in their respective offices, and we're thrilled to watch them help their communities flourish. Their communities. Right. Not, not my worried, community. not worried about you. Your bleeping community, <laughs> Mitra Jalali, you fake. First-time candidate and Iranian-American woman, Daria Faravar, won her election for Washington State Legislature. This is a St. Paul City Councilwoman who was an active member, which she's perfectly entitled to be, of the Iranian American Council. It has nothing to do with the livability of St. Paul, Minnesota, where she earns her bread and butter. You know, be great. Getting a one-on-one -on -one with her. You, you, the mayor. She's got no chance. There's no chance. I know there isn't, but... How many streets can you name in the city of St. Paul, Mitra? <laughs> I'd win. I, I bet I a joke. My yeah. appearance, when I made my appearance at the Como Park Pavilion and the entire city council sitting above us, royal, royalty like Looking down on the peasants. Looking down on us peasants when I spoke, uh, she, she didn't have much to say when she looked at me. Hmm. She thought, oh, God, look at this fruitcake. Hopefully he doesn't call on me like what we do on the show. Farak Chachi made history as the first Iranian-American president to be elected to the Oregon State Legislature. We're also proud of Sarah Amanzadeh, who ran a high-powered and inspirational campaign for California State Assembly and was only very narrowly defeated. She lifted up some of the most pressing issues in our communities, like addressing climate crisis. That's not an no. important issue. Oh, God. And mobilize an impressive coalition over allies. We congratulate Sarah and all endorsees who didn't get the results they hoped for. Iranian-American women candidates also wrote and signed a powerful letter uh, amplifying the community's demands for solidarity with the Iranian protesters 
And on a national level, at least five and counting of our congressional endorsees won their races. They're listed below. Representative Pramila Jayapal, Washington. Representative Ro Khanna, California. Representative Rashida Tlaib, Michigan. Representative Ilhan Omar, Minnesota. Representative Seth Moulton, Massachusetts. Overall, we saw our congressional endorsees win races in at least five states spanning the U.S. With allies like them in Congress, NIAC Action, National Iranian American Council, will be able to continue building political power to prevent, uh, to further our mission to advance peace, prevent war, and inhumane sanctions, secure edible equitable immigration policies, and protect civil and human rights, including women's rights. Uh, Notably, nearly 70% of all NIAC action-endorsed candidates this year were women. And I want to thank you in solidarity, Mitra Jalali, Senior Political Advisor, NIAC Action. These morons aren't even smart enough to take me off their mailing list. (laughs) They think that you might slip him a couple of bucks. I'm thinking everything must be perfect in St. Paul, Joe, if she's got time for all yeah, that. Yeah, they got it all figured out, oh, John. It's all, uh, all figured out, sure. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We broke Joe. Hold on. Do you want me to pull up the despondent sounder? No. Okay. <laughs> she is an example of what I said yesterday. She is an example of someone who views political entities, in her case, the city council or uh, and also the National Iranian American Council as a means to address personal grievances. And it has nothing to do with the people she represents in St. Paul. Nothing. And that was a, a, a wonderful uh, letter from Walt that t- tied right into this, this latest email from these Iranian action people who aren't smart enough to take me off their mailing list. <laughs> Oh, um, meanwhile, I shared this with you before the show. Johnny, um, there's a photographer from the Star Tribune. I believe his name is Glenn Stubby, S-T-U-B-B-E. Okay. I have no mm-hmm. idea how to pronounce it. Um, but he Maybe kept, it's Stube. Maybe it's Stube. Uh, but he is a photojournalist for the Star Tribune. And he tweeted out a photo of the huge post-election walls cabinet meeting. This is dated November 9th. Which a is massive number of people, by the way. 46, I counted. 46 wow. people. It's really neat. They're in the, uh, and there's three that are, are, are attending said meeting via Zoom mm-hmm. on television and uh, saying, plotting the course for what comes next, right? We're going to, we're going to take on and we're going to move Minnesota forward. That was his message during the election. And um, John, if you look at the photo, there's 46 people. Oh. All of them are white. And I said, well, wait a minute. What what diversity in this cabinet we have with Governor Walls? The comments on this photo are hysterical. Just so if you want to go to the Garage Logic Twitter account, um, it's yeah. worth your time because it's very fun. <laughs> what diversity? See, I know the weather has turned. It's turned rather dramatically. We're what, about 40 degrees cooler How right now? How about the drop yesterday, yeah. man? We were Woo. yesterday. That doesn't mean you can't shop for a scooter, a golf cart, an electric bike, or a motorcycle. Maybe you like riding. Just get EcoFund yes. to keep it for you for the winter. There you go. Or solves your problems. I'm talking about EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake. Brand new store that opened this summer. Fantastic place. It's immediately west of 35E 
on Highway 97. You can't miss it. And the store that opened this summer as well in Burnsville on uh, the county road, uh, near County Road 42 on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life off 35W. These are uh, all the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, the electric bikes, these uh, crossfire golf carts, which are just as cool as hell, motorcycles, Vespas, Prius, scooters. I mean, this is top drawer stuff, top drawer service, great apparel and great helmets. And if uh, you say the magic words, I believe that uh, the blooms will keep your purchase over the winter secret handshake because it's a little tough to ride a new motorcycle home today a little tough to uh north dakota they might have some issues with yeah a little tough to wrestle that new golf cart into the back of the pickup truck today but uh, have no fear ecofund motorsports is there to help you in all possible ways ecofund motorsports in forest lake in burnsville and uh, find out more at ecofundmotorsports.com Well, I can't find a lot of ad copy. Don't you just have it from yesterday? Yeah, I must have. That is quite the picture. Chris. Oh, my God. The first thing that says, oh, look at all that diversity of that there, photo. I, it, it appears to me there might be one Native American and maybe one or two people who appear to be Hispanic. Other than that, everybody's white. Yep. And the on the side, there's a Asian guy, but he's a photographer, obviously, working for right. somebody. Wow. That's funny. Do as we say. You know what I mean. Not as we do. Exactly. All right. I was in communication with the soul man this morning. No. What uh, what do you have to say? I just said, hey, don't forget to send in your time card. And he said, did it 20 minutes ago, dumbass. Oh, that's right. I got to remember to do it. Sorry. Take that. Well, because he does. If I if I catch him before nine, yeah, that's when he's in his prime, right? But if I text him after the show, it might as well be midnight because you know he goes to bed at six thirty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Are we does. supposed to do time cards this week? Didn't we already do yours? I don't know. Are we supposed to do it this week? Yep. Ooh. I don't think we did it. Oh, he's gonna think about now until we get huh? all you're gonna think about now until we get oh, done. I'm, that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> uh, I better make a note. <sighs> it's just save and approve. We didn't do anything. No, we didn't work last Friday. A member. A member, Eddie, a member. How about, did you guys see the Lake Superior cam yesterday? I did not. Oh, man. Was she rough? Oh, yeah. Legend lives. <laughs> Are you guys doing bumps, Jenny, or is that me today? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dylan's not here today. Sorry. Gotcha. Should have told you. Jesse Ventura said shortly after Tuesday's night's election that Governor Walls reassured Well, that's in the news, don't worry. Okay. That's in the news. I thought he was going to do a podcast. What's going on with that? I don't know.
All right. Are you ready? Uh, uh, no. Are you spending any time on the president today? As little as possible. All right. I just want to play that soundbite so bad. Which one? The one I played for you earlier. Oops, that's the wrong folder, John. I need this one. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. I forgive you. Uh, all right. Oh, shoot. I got to do 30 bales here. What am I doing? 30 bales. I got to go. I got to get there, man. It's been a minute. You know that what I'm does, saying, Joe? Yeah, that sounds good, actually. Been a while since I've been there, too. Where's the mouse at? It's underneath your uh, paper because I just set up your deal. Here we go. Uh, all right. Who's got something here? Reavers does. Let's go. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Such, I was in communication with Todd of 30 Bales. Yes. And, Doesn't uh, that sound good? I, it really uh, does. Uh. I think about food and weather like this. I'm probably not alone in that regard. Um, but we want to highlight brunch in this ad this week. And brunch at 30 Bales is spectacular. The, the wife and I went. Where did we go? Uh was that the last? wife? That's like saying drive truck. <laughs> that was last <laughs> year. Oh, it was after it was Valentine's Day weekend. That's exactly. I know. I'm so romantic. Uh, but there are going to be some new items that we're going to feature next week. But brunch. Yes. If you have family in town this weekend, or maybe you just want somewhere to go with the fam, then think of 30 bales. Uh, the brunch starts at 10 o'clock in the morning, both Saturday and Sunday and runs till 2 p.m. They also have a different lunch menu Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And of course, happy hour from 3 to 5 p.m. It's the Scratch Kitchen right there in downtown Hopkins. A GL fan favorite, by the way. I've got to try the pulled pork tacos that are on the menu. I have not tried those yet. The burgers are fantastic. The beauty of 30 Bales is it's going to make everyone happy, whether it's a picky eater, a healthy eater, a burger lover. It doesn't matter. Their menu is fantastic. You will love it. And also the craft cocktails are outstanding. And uh, they have the lunch menu uh, also that's a little bit lighter. So check out their entire menu online at 30bales.com. If you want to do takeout, online ordering, everything is available at the website. Stop in, say hi to the entire crew, and please let Todd know that you heard about 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Uh, I have another correction to make. I was likening the uh, climate change activists who have gathered in Egypt, flew in there on about 400 private jets, by the way. Yep. Uh, I was likening, likening them to the con artist in the movie The Music Man. Ah. That, that fellow's name was Harold Hill, not Henry Hill. Wasn't Henry Hill and, the Ray Liotta character? Yes, he in was. The mob movie? In, in the Goodfellas film. Okay. Yep. And, and a um, real person, right? Wasn't he, Henry Hill? I believe in, so. In real life, yes. yes. Do you Would you like 30 seconds of the president at that very summit yesterday? I would. Okay. To help make the transition to a low carbon future more affordable for everyone, accelerate the carbonation beyond our borders. In fact, the International Energy Agency recently concluded that our significant climate investment will, quote, help turbocharge 
the emerge the ener the, the excuse me tur turbocharge the emerging global clean energy clean energy economy. I was reading their quote. Sorry. The uh, fellow who notes that it's uh, Harold Hill is Kendall Lynn. He's a town council member, oh, GL yes. town council oh, member. Yes. And, he, and he really would know because he said, I've played him four times oh. in theatrical productions. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and I also uh, note, because this leads me to something I want to talk about. Uh, this is from Patrick, who writes, the Democrats ran a flawless campaign. Politics have greatly changed, and the old school thinking that the Republicans use does not work with the new swipe right or left generation. You're absolutely correct when you say the schools have been training the young new voters for years. It takes about 20 years to change a society's thinking. You have to realize the majority of the voters are not old white guys, but they're the new woke generation. Oh, the schools have been training these kids that everyone is equal, that test scores don't matter, that achievements do not matter, and that there is no need to keep score. So you see what the Democrats have done is they went out and found out the key points that this generation does not like. Remember, it does not matter where you stand or what you have done in the past. So all the Democratic ads you've seen were all pointed at the Republicans and how bad they were and all the bad things they will do. And soon all the swipe right or left a no is that they don't know why they're voting for the person they're voting for. And it doesn't really matter to them. They just know that the other person is bad and do not vote for them. Anyway, that's my observation. And it is the end of the world as we know it. Patrick McKellar. And then back to the idea that uh, candidates are using the electoral, the uh, 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 political entities for personal grievances. We have the, uh, the, the major story that across the country, Women, LGBTQ, and black candidates broke barriers Tuesday. What barrier do black candidates face? Isn't about every mayor in the country black? I'm not sure. What, what the hell? We had a black. What barriers? Well, anyway, across the country, women, LGBTQ, and black candidates broke barriers Tuesday as part of a new generation of politicians elected to governor's offices and seats in Congress. A number of women serving as governors will hit double digits for the first time in 2023 with at least 12 women to lead states. Ten had already won their races. Two other races had not been decided, but featured women candidates in both parties, to which I say, who gives a bleep? And we got the first lesbian governor. We got, uh, she's uh, going to be Massachusetts governor. She makes history by becoming the country's first openly lesbian candidate to be elected governor. And then she wants to say to every little girl and every young LGBTQ person out there that uh, I hope tonight shows you that you can be whatever who you want to be and nothing and no one can ever get in your way. Okay. Uh, let's see. If Democrat Tina Kotek wins Oregon's gubernatorial race where the AP has not declared a winner. She may join Healy in making history as a lesbian candidate elected governor. In Maryland, voters chose Democrat Wes Moore, who will be the state's first black governor. He is the only black candidate in the country to be elected governor. Haven't we had black governors? We have. Yeah. Moore is a combat veteran 
He led one of the nation's large. I'm not. I can't. I find it difficult for me to throw in black people with LGBTQ people. Uh, yeah, I don't get that. I I really don't. I've often wondered. I think I answered my own question yesterday. I've wondered why, uh, and I was only limiting it to local and you know, local politics, city councils, what have you. Why they're so populated by uh, LGBTQ people or sympathizers? Well, and the answer I answered myself. The answer is because we've we've seen such a such a sea change in the political process that they see that as a place to address personal grievances, mm -hmm. and they have built-in constituencies of people who have no interest or have no vested interest in the successful running of the civic community at large. They view these entities as a place where they can affirm their identities. Mm -hmm. And thus you have, uh, you know, the city council of Minneapolis is president, uh, uh, president is trans and you've got uh, Mitra Jalali fighting for Iranians. And you've got the first uh, lesbian governor of Massachusetts and on and on and on and on. It's because they, they have this built-in crowd who will vote for them. And recall, I don't remember how long ago we discussed this, but you have a vested interest because you have family that lives there. You you were reading a piece, I believe it was from the Chicago Tribune, about the layers of bureaucrats in both Illinois and specifically the city of Chicago, how basically everyone is checking the box and Chicago and Illinois couldn't be in more trouble. No, they're in dire straits. And what progress is actually being made? None. You have a female black mayor, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah. And the and the city is in complete ruin. But here's here's where where uh not only does the Republican Party have to reinvent itself and they must cut ties with Trump. That's a, that's that should be number 1 on any reformation of the of what we're going to call a Republican Party cannot include that psychopath. That that cannot happen. That will not lead to anything good. The second thing they must do, they got to recognize this. They got to recognize what I've just been saying. That they're they they have to somehow figure out a way to make the greatness of America appealing to urban America. They do. Yes. They have to figure out a way to get through to the idea that more is at stake here than affirming Lee Finky's identity, who can bring Lee Finky can bring nothing more to Minnesota than the man in the moon in terms of the overall wellness of the civic operation. The, the overall wellness of the civic operation has nothing to do with the fact that she's very proud of her pink hair and the fact that she's the first <laughs> transgender legislator. God love you. But that has nothing to do with running a state. But don't you think you know what they're you know oh. what the trans community would argue is that well, it's important for the state to be run in such a way that trans people have their rights and are affirmed. I I don't have an argument with that, but that still has nothing to do with running the state. Well, but that's because you're transphobic. I guess. Didn't we establish that yesterday? But yeah. back to <laughs> When people like that are elected, 
those of us that feel despondent on the Wednesday after an election day, we tend to throw up our hands and say, we can't compete with this. We can't, we, we're not, we have, no one's out there looking for the likes of me. No one in an elected position in this state right now. Especially you. Seriously. <laughs> well, but re, the, the, the job Republicans face is, is, uh, uh, is overwhelming. Uh, the temptation is to say they can't do it. The temptation is to throw in the towel and say, we're just going to keep heading and rushing to the mystery. But And so many of these people keep voting for ideology. And we all called this, what happened yesterday about declaring Biden's student loan forgiveness unconstitutional. We all freaking called this weeks ago that this was never going to happen. But these saps all looked around and said, well, this is a great idea. Well, interesting you said that. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, President Joe Biden's student loan program student loan forgiveness plan was denied by a federal judge in Texas last night. The plan announced in August would cancel 10 grand in student loan debt for those making less than 125 grand or households uh, with less than 250 grand in income. This was merely a vote buying scam. Of course Biden. it was. And I wonder if this had happened a week ago, if that would have changed anything. Pell Grant recipients who typically demonstrate more financial need will get an additional 10 grand in debt forgiven. The Congressional Budget Office has said the program will cost $400 billion over the next three decades. James Campbell, an attorney for the Nebraska Attorney General's Office, told uh, Autry at an October 12th hearing that... Uh, who's Autry? Uh, I don't know. Gene, uh, Gene the I. cancellation applies to federal student loans used to attend undergraduate and graduate school. Well, the other questions that might have been asked is, well, why don't you, why that loan? Why did that loan take preference over any other loan? Well, it's, it's a number of reasons, uh, chief among them, the unholy marriage between the government and big education. Mm -hmm. Big education's going to get their money. But why not forgive uh, loans uh, for people of a certain income level who owe the plumber $6,000. An auto loan. Why not forgive the loans of uh, people who uh, went into debt taking a vacation they couldn't afford? You're, you're wishing to forgive the debt of people who undertook an education they can't afford. What, what, how did we do? Well, and the answer is obvious. The answer is you bought votes and you're, you're in a, an unholy concert with Big education. It's so funny you say that. There was a, a, an individual when this first started to surface that Biden was thinking about forgiving student loans. And there was a, I know you're going to hate this, a TikTok influencer <laughs> that had said, well, this is going to be great because finally I'll be able to, to go on with my life. And then it was off to Miami with the peace sign, you know, traveling, taking all these right. exotic vacations. But this is, if, if the mystery continues to win, you will forgive the $6,000 uh, debt to the plumber. I don't know how the plumber is going to get fixed because the government has no unholy alliance with plumbers. But what, what, why, why this loan? Well, again, it's because you were buying votes. And, and the unconstitutional part of it is, and this is what the judge found, is that Biden had no legislative authority to do this. Nope. This had to be approved by Congress. Now, he probably faces a Congress that would approve it. But in this country, we are not ruled by an all-powerful executive with a pen and a phone. 
We are ruled by a constitution that provides for three distinct and independent branches of government. The court is not blind to the current political division in our country, but it is fundamental to the survival of our republic. Let me stop right there. We're a constitutional republic, and yet the the catchphrase during this election is, we have to save get our democracy. Out, get out of my head. Well, is it all? And then Biden said, we've saved democracy. Does that mean you've only saved democracy if re, if Democrats win? Isn't <laughs> it important that other people won too? Why is it only Democrats? That means you've saved democracy. The court is not blind to the current political division in our country, but it is fundamental to the survival of, re- of our republic that the separation of powers is outlined in our Constitution be preserved. And having interpreted the HEROES Act, uh, the College Forgiveness apparently, the court holds that it does not provide clear congressional authorization for the program sponsored by the secretary, Elaine Parker, president of Job Creators Network Foundation, which brought the lawsuit, reacted to the ruling on Thursday. Uh, In any event, the court has correctly ruled that in favor of our motion and deemed the Biden student loan program illegal, The judge criticized the Biden administration program, calling it one of the largest exercises of legislative power without congressional authority in the history of the United States. The ruling protects the rule of law, which requires all Americans to have their voices heard by their federal government. This attempted illegal student loan bailout would have done nothing to address the root cause of unaffordable tuition, greedy and bloated colleges that raise tuition more than inflation year after year while sitting on $700 billion in endowments. We hope that the court's decision today will lay the groundwork for real solutions to the student loan crisis. Fantastic. Laughing at or dismissing political violence. I don't care if you're a Democrat, independent or moderate Republican. Democracy is on the ballot and it is time to vote for democracy. I want to ask you. You know what? Her voice is getting more grating. G-R-A-T. It just drives me crazy. Isn't Anyway, the student loan forgiveness plan is illegal. It's illegal. But it was a vote for democracy. That's what I thought. I don't think my analogies are that far off. When are you going to start forgiving other loans then? By executive power only with an election coming up. When's Rook going to get another cash call? That's right. <laughs> He's not going to get one from me. I'll tell you that. For the industry. I'm glad we have the center of the American experiment in our midst. These are the kinds of conversations they have. They get to the answers. They have a great website center of, uh, I'm sorry, AmericanExperiment.org. They have great newsletters and a magazine. They bring in speakers. Right now, you can go to the website, AmericanExperiment.org, and you can take part in the Glow, glow the Glow, the Golden Turkey Awards, ah. where every year the center of the American experiment figures out uh, the most folly involved in the misuse of government spending. Uh, leading the leading the candidates, of course, is the two hundred and fifty million dollars in the food fraud scandal, and uh, six grand for this, and one point three million to pay kids to go outside, and twenty grand to promote 
home remedies for COVID-19. That's just one of the fun things they do during the year. You know what they are? What's that? They're the original pushback think tank. And we're lucky to have them in Minnesota because they're, they're, they're carrying the rock of Sisyphus. They're walking uphill constantly against this uh, blue wave, which we see time and time again. But they're just really good thinkers. They come out with really good positions on controversial public matters. And right now, you, uh, you not only could become a member or a participant, but you can go to the website and vote on the Golden Turkey Award. You can learn more about each nominee and vote on your personal favorite at AmericanExperiment.org. Aren't you disappointed when you hear that out of Amy? You personally. Uh, I'm. She lost me when she said, "If you don't vote for us, we'll have more hurricanes." Well, I thought she lost you way before that. That was just a few months ago, wasn't it? No, but I, I, that I've I've lost my way right there. That just was such silly pandering that I couldn't take it. Silly panda. Tricks are for kids. But they got that Iron Range, you know, socialism built into their genetic structure. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Bless you. God almighty. Damn oh, COVID. <laughs> Damn COVID. Did I tell you guys, I said that once when I was at a hospital with Jess as a joke. Well, it's kind of a, that's like saying, what, Bob, COVID? Like yeah. saying bomb on an airplane, Chris. And Come the, on. Uh, I was hospital? visiting Jess at work, and the, the gal that works, she's like, do not do, ever do that again. I went, really? Jesus, settle down. This is my wife. It does. Yeah, I'm going to see her in four hours anyway. Whatever. People are nuts. I'll wait till the lockdowns start again. That'll be fun. Now the lockdowns. Well, what are you going to base the lockdowns on? Science. No, I mean, what illness? What illness are you going to base? Oh, on? it's going to make a comeback. You just what, watched COVID. Oh yeah, it's certainly conveniently enough out of the news, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, the election's over. I ain't getting no booster. Well, did we talk about the RSVs and kids, or was that off air? I'm surrounded by kids who have it. I just, I don't know. I, I was very much against vaccinating my kids because otherwise they're not going to develop immunity. That's Kids are supposed to get sick. That's how they develop. But you're supposed to go outside once in a while and eat dirt. And these kids who were born in 2020, they have they haven't had a chance to let their immune systems develop. Right. I mean, I, I see long-term complications. Don't you guys? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I don't know. What yeah, do I'm I not know? sure. I'm not the sure. How do I know? <laughs> Let's go. Uh, okay. Johnny doesn't have one, so I'm going to do Rise and Shine. Rise and Shine. Oh, we have to do a video, Joe, after the show, so don't leave. About what? Rise and Shine. You got to help me. Help you gotta, me. You got to help me. You got to help me. Help me, girl. Let's go here. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> and you can't make me. You can't, you can't make me. And don't think I won't. Oh, I went down the YouTube rabbit hole the other Chris, day. Chris, yes, Royce's coming up. I oh, don't want right. to hear your bullshit. Let's go. <laughs> wow.
Jeez. That seemed pretty definitive, Chris. <laughs> I'd move along. $100 a year, GLers. I'm rolling. <laughs> yes, it is as you say. Flashlight. A check. Check. Attitude. Check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. You know what one we need? Here's a man full of patience. <laughs> it has nothing to do with patience. It has to do with being professional. All we need is just... Do the a damn ad! Just Rise a little doors are here for you, GLers. The absolute best in the business, and I can verify. I had them out at my place last weekend. It's almost like I have a brand new garage door. They went through the 29-point tune-up system, and all the squeaks, all the little creaks, everything's gone now. It's fantastic. I even got a new garage door opener in the process. So here's what you do. Give them a call today. 651-300-3252. That's 651-300-3252. Or callriseandshine.com. That's their website. So give them a call today, and they can set up something for you. Seven days a week. Yes, they will come out on a Sunday. They do residential, commercial repairs, and installations of all things related to the garage door. And they have a perfect five-star rating on Google and Yelp, and that's because customer service is so important to them. And they're not going to upsell you or anything like that. They're just going to tell you what you probably need to do and what can be held off for a few years. They're locally and family-owned. Josh and Alex, huge GLers, and they grew up right here in the Twin Cities. And if you're outstate, doesn't matter. They'll take care of you. St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Cambridge, Western Wisconsin, Rochester. Man, it doesn't matter. They'll they'll take care of you. And don't forget to ask about the Rooster Club membership that includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and it'll waive the trip charge. CallRiseAndShine.com is the website. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, before I get to the news, Chris, you sound like your allergies and asthma oh, are kind of kind of yeah, bugging I, you there, huh? It's allergies and asthma have been kicking yeah. my butt this week. I just this, read a piece uh, that sexual activity increases <laughs> asthma. Did you read that, John? That's why I brought it up. Yeah. I was going to mention that. Yeah, uh, we don't know that. <laughs> so so that, that we now know why you're full yeah. of asthma. There you go. Yeah. Asthmatic. I'm really so. glad my mother-in-law listens to this show on a daily basis. <laughs> Well, you're married. Come on. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Uh, also, the other thing I want to uh, mention, I just saw this about two hours ago on Twitter and found it quite amusing. Mickey Rivers, who you you guys, I know, find amusing also. Oh, I'm going to uh, go peasant hunting. Yeah, go peasant hunting. He used to have a problem with, a problem with English language on occasion. Uh, on George Steinbrenner and Billy Martin, somebody asked him about their relationship, and Mickey said, me and George and Billy are two of a kind. <laughs> Oh, you know what? That's very comparable to, then. That's very comparable to this one, John. Here we go. Let me start off with two words. <laughs> Made, Made in America. That's right. That's three, yep. In news, one weather note before we get into other stuff. If you're traveling west, you want to listen up here. Well, Minnesotans in the Twin Cities did wake up to colder weather yesterday. It wasn't anything like what was happening in North Dakota. Two feet of snow fell in Bismarck. Ooh, Observer oh for the national. The observer for the National Weather Service in Fargo said they only got about an inch of snow in Grand Forks, nine inches as of midnight last night. The North Dakota Department of Transportation said as of 6 a.m. Friday, some no travel advisories had been lifted. Still some road closures in place. Uh, Much of Interstate 94, by the way, was closed both ways last night across North Dakota. They have reopened, but travelers are being warned. Travel is hazardous in some of those areas, and obviously lots of flight delays and cancellations posted at airports across that region. Say, let me plug something. There's a great Dennis Anderson piece in the Minneapolis paper today about Bud Grant 
I didn't think there were any new Bud Grant stories, but this is a new one. Uh, Bud Grant out hunting uh, up in the Superior, Wisconsin area back in 1940 and getting caught in oh. the what became known as the Armistice Day Blizzard. Mm-hmm. It's a really good read. So it's, a, it's a good piece. And Bud, of course, survived because Bud's one of those types, if you're on a desert island and there's one turkey leg, you ain't getting any. <laughs> the old trapper found right. a way. The old trapper found yeah. a way to survive. I would have loved to have read that, but for some reason I didn't get a newspaper delivery today. Oh, mine were there on time. You know, there's this really neat function, John. Where yeah, it's called the, the internet. Yeah, the the, the yeah. newspapers now available right on your phone. Yeah. After and if you the, know a guy that writes for the paper, it's not the same. You can. Uh, you can it's not the same. In. Quit derailing. Yeah, and it's really easy to, to miss miss stories when you try to read online. Yeah, really John, easy. Let's go. Yes, sir. After Tuesday's elections, political parties setting up their leadership. The new Senate DFL caucus elected a Twin City-centric leadership team Thursday, choosing Minneapolis Senator Kerry Dietzik for the post of majority leader. As majority leader, Dietzik will be responsible for setting and shepherding the Senate Democrats' agenda with the party holding a margin of just over one vote over the GOP. Her selection was a bit of a surprise. It was expected Senator Aaron Murphy of St. Paul had been a considered uh, considered the favorite for the job. The House Democrats also chose their leadership team, tapping Melissa Hortman again of Brooklyn Park for another term as Speaker. Senate Republicans, newly in the minority, also picked new leaders, including choosing Senator Mark Johnson as minority leader starting in January. Dietzik for- either married a Dietzik or she's got to be Walt's kid. Walt's, Walt's kid. Dietzik. That's Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, Former Governor Jesse Ventura gave Minnesotans a preview of what a unified DFL control of government might look like next year, and that would include legal weed. Speaking Wednesday on his podcast, the governor's office, Ventura said newly reelected DFL Governor Tim Walls reached out to him after Democrats gained control of both chambers. He said, the governor reassured me that one of the first items that will be passed, cannabis, is going to have its prohibition lifted. Ventura, an independent, went on to say he'll have an invitation waiting for him at the bill signing ceremony if the measure passes the legislature, noting legalizing cannabis was a policy he pushed for when he was governor 20 years ago. A spokeswoman for Governor Walls confirmed the conversation with Ventura did take place. Which, what podcast did this take place? That was on the, what's called the governor's office. It wasn't Jesse's. It was a different uh, on his, it said speaking Wednesday on his podcast, the governor's office, Ventura said. So it must be his podcast. Must be Walls' podcast. Read the sentence again. Speaking Wednesday on his podcast, the governor's office, Ventura said his newly reelected, said newly reelected. I didn't reelected, know Jesse had a podcast. I, I didn't either. The governor's office. So. Got to send him a letter. Bet that's good. The new head of the county sheriff held her first press conference yesterday. She said she would strengthen the relationship between the sheriff's office and city of Minneapolis and said she's looking at creating a separate advisory board to focus on curbing crime in Minnesota's largest uh, city. Sheriff Witt said she's pulling together a transition team so she can be ready on day one. She'll be sworn in January 3rd. She becomes the county's 29th sheriff. I'm never having my picture taken again. Why is that? Uh, Reavers and I had our picture taken with Liz Collin, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just never having my picture taken again. We look like two homeless people next to a supermodel. Yeah, she looks very wonderful, and Joe and I look like we just, just got off the bus. What the on hell is this? I'm never doing that again mm-hmm. ever. I haven't seen that. I'll I'll have to take a peek at that one. Yeah. 
And Liz, if that's on your Snapchat or wherever they are, Facebook, take it off. No, 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 no. That needs to stay up. That's good. (laughs) Good promotion for the show. And it was, she was a wonderful guest. I know, but I don't want my picture taken anymore. You do look like, uh, John, who is the um, Back to the Future? uh, Christopher Lloyd. Thank you. That's exactly who Joel looks like. you, You actually look like I'm probably on taxi when he was jim the driver oh, yes he does <laughs> sorry joe that was yeah. a cheap shot donald trump intends to address the nation during prime time when he makes what he's calling a very big announcement on tuesday Don't cover it but see, at, they'll cover it because they, they, it'll be a ratings it keeps bonanza. them alive mm-hmm. trump announcement scheduled for 9 p.m according to alex leary of the wall street journal that would be 8 p.m our time The former president widely expected to announce a 2024 comeback attempt. Trump aides have worried that announcing a presidential bid could negatively impact Republican Herschel Walker in Georgia's December 6th runoff. The rush to announce comes as Governor Ron DeSantis has received coverage from the conservative media after his landslide reelection in Florida. Don't fall for it, people. Don't don't fall for Trump. He's not your answer. Never has been. He's a a sociopathic psycho. This next story, this stuff confuses me, allegedly. (laughs) This stuff confuses me, so I'll just read the story. Sam Bankman-Fried's cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, has now filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the U.S., according to a company statement posted on Twitter. Bankman-Fried also stepped down as CEO. He's been replaced by John J. Ray III. About 130 additional affiliated companies are part of the proceedings, including Alameda Research, Bankman Fried's crypto trading firm, FTX.us, the company's U.S. subsidiary. Okay, you guys with all that? Did the umpires wear FTX <laughs> on their uniforms? They did. They did. That means they were receiving sponsorship from this place that's crashing. That's correct. Was, wasn't yeah. that an MLB sponsorship? I have that no was, idea. It was, yes. Yeah. I they looked it up. Phone. I was texting your one o'clock guest. Oh, that's all right then. Okay. I looked it up during uh, the, I think it was the All-Star game I noticed it, and I looked it up, and yes. That, World that Series 2, wasn't it, John? How's that yeah. crypto yeah. looking out for you today? It was a lot better a while a while yeah. ago. What a bunch of BS that is. Still made some money. Oh, BS. FTX founder, <laughs> FTX or founder Bankman Freed admitted on Thursday that he, quote, bleeped up, and the bleep starts with an F, if you know what I'm oh. saying. Oh! So, uh, yeah. Continuing with uh, some business chaos, Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, raised the possibility of them going bankrupt, capping a chaotic day that included a warning from a U.S. privacy regulator and the exit of the company's trust and safety leader. The billionaire on his first mass call with employees said he could not rule out bankruptcy. Bloomberg News reporting two weeks after buying it for $44 billion, he is now losing about $4 million per day with advertisers leaving the company. Wow. In his company-wide email, Musk said they'd have to boost subscription revenue to offset falling advertising income. Meanwhile, Yoel Roth, who has overseen Twitter's response to combat hate speech and misinformation, told two people familiar with the matter he resigned yesterday. Uh, Also, earlier in the day, Twitter's chief information security officer, Leah Kistner, tweeted that she had quit. And Chief Privacy Officer Damian Kieran and Chief Compliance Officer Marianne Fogarty also resigned, according to an internal message. All those resignations are leaving observers in the tech world concerned about how safe information of Twitter users is at this point. 
couple of deaths in the entertainment media world. Uh, back in the days, sports was every uh, before sports was everywhere on television. When CNN first hit the airwaves, there was a great program oh, called yeah. Sports Tonight. Mm-hmm. It was I'm hosted, unaware of it. Oh, you! I'm sure you must have seen it. 1980ish. It was hosted by the late great Nick Charles, who died in 2011, and by the great Fred Hickman, who we lost this week to liver cancer. Hickman worked at CNN until 2001 doing sports. When he moved to the Yes Network, he then worked at ESPN and Fox Sports South. Recently, he served as an anchor and managing editor at Black News Channel. Tributes pouring in after his death from sportscasters and writers all around the U.S., citing him and Charles as huge influences on what has followed in sports broadcasting. Fred Hickman was 66. Love him or hate him, comedian Gallagher famously known for smashing watermelons, has died. That was, that was his bed. He smashed watermelons. That was his bed. He, he all kinds of, deal. all kinds of fruit, mostly watermelons. How old was he, Johnny? 76. Oh, he, wow. I wouldn't have guessed he was that old. He was, he'd been sick for a while. I don't know if you remember Chris, but he had a bunch of heart attacks, even when he was still performing. I did not. Uh, he died while under hospice care in the Palm Spring area. He died of mass and a massive organ failure. He had been in ill health for a while, suffering numerous heart attacks over uh, the years, his big thing, as we said, he would put a big watermelon on the uh, uh, table and he would squash it with a big hammer and that would get all the fans in the front rows full of watermelon. Why was that funny? It's it, Well, just my opinion. I, I hate to editorialize here, yeah. but it, wa- it wasn't. But huh. some folks found him hysterical. That's I, funny, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good news for Taylor Swift fans clamoring to get tickets to her June 24th performance at U.S. Bank Stadium. She has tacked on a second concert. The pop megastar will also now play uh, June 23rd, the night before her already scheduled date. The show is among 17 new dates added to the itinerary for ERA's tour. Tickets which start going on sale Tuesday via Ticketmaster's verified fan program. Minnesota fans will have a better chance of getting a seat at a relatively affordable price with the second concert now in the mix. Tickets to both shows priced uh, $49 to $449. What? What's the price range? $49 to $449. I'm a, my name is Mud if I don't come through on this. Well, why don't you get the VIP package? Mud. Get the VIP package. 190, 199 to 899 VIP package. What options. does that get you? Do you get to meet her? Uh, I don't know. Not I, sure. I, I would doubt it. I got a lot of uh, birds there uh, squawking at me about this. I got to come through. There, uh, There is uh, some they worry. They got a damn loan. Well, there's I also. I could get forgiven, though. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dear there, Mr. There, Biden. There's also some worry about Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing, which caused all the hoo-ha with the Bruce uh, Springsteen tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By so the, way, the prices may go. Oh, Ticketmaster should be bleeped. But they are that's evil. another story. They are yeah. evil. Well, I can't argue with you. But I'll, anyway. I'll get them somehow. I'll get them. Divers for a History Channel documentary on, on World Tuesday, War Tuesday, do you have to go somewhere to get them? I, I, I don't you know. You have to go to a ticket window something like well, you can, Gatons, you or? can call or go online, I would assume. I, I don't think oh. you... That's probably not your best bet going online, no. I guess. Got no. no shot. I got no shot. No I? shot. I have no. to. I have to have a shot. I think you better find some important people and talk to them. That's, that's what I'm will. saying. Yeah, yeah, I think you better do that. Divers for a History Channel documentary on World War II-era ocean wrecks have instead found a large, long-missing piece of the Space Shuttle Challenger. 
which exploded and fell into the Atlantic Ocean 73 seconds after liftoff on January 28, 1986. NASA confirming the authenticity of the find after viewing footage of the dive. The 20-foot piece of the shuttle was discovered by divers. Exactly when is unclear. They're filming the upcoming History Channel documentary, The Bermuda Triangle into Cursed Waters. Though they were looking for World War II-era wreckages, the divers noticed what NASA described as a human-made object covered partially by sand on the seafloor. According to NASA, the proximity to the Florida Space Coast, along with the artifact's modern construction and the presence of 8-inch square tiles, led the documentary team to contact NASA. NASA said it's currently considering what additional actions it may take regarding the artifact that will properly honor the legacy of Challenger's fallen astronauts and the families who love them. And what's left of the astronauts, uh, which is, I would imagine, nothing, yeah. uh, is in the ocean, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How deep was this water? They, they, they it doesn't down say in the story. Yeah, they were down there with scuba. I saw some oh. footage of it actually. So I can still see that in my mind's eye. Oh yeah. That that yeah. explosion. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Clearly. The head of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection is being forced out of his job, leading the nation's largest law enforcement agency as the number of illegal crossings rose to the highest level ever recorded in a fiscal year, according to two people familiar with the matter. Chris Magnus, who has been on the Senate-confirmed job less than a year, was told to resign or be fired. According to two people who had been briefed on the matter but not authorized to speak publicly, it's part of a larger shakeup expected at Homeland Security as border officials struggle to manage a wave of migrants and increasingly those coming from countries like Venezuela. John, thank you. You're welcome. Let's go get Patrick. Okay. Okay. All right. He said, give me a two-minute heads up. I'm in the car. My kid and wife were at the bookstore yesterday and brought me home Pat's book. Oh, thank you. I still didn't get a copy. I got one that was all chewed up by the publisher. The pages are missing. Did you read it yet? (laughs) I've read some of it. I zipped through it. I saw your name several times. Mm -hmm. Extremely complimentary about you. Mm -hmm. Your radio uh, acumen. Joe is the master of killing time. No, I don't <laughs> no, do it. That's, no. that's the way he looks at it. <laughs> he, he actually said, I didn't know anything about radio. Luckily, Joe did. Oh, well, either did I, but I took it seriously, and he yeah. didn't. Yeah. Why don't we kill an hour? I said, Pat, you don't, that's not the way to look at it. <laughs> the theme song. Counterclockwise of- expansion. <laughs> The theme of Patrick's uh, radio show should have been Killing Time by Clint Black. You know, the Country Music Awards were on the other night. I did not know that. Uh, that in terms of those ridiculous shows, that's the best one. They are good. Huh. The, the performances there are really good. And the women at, at the Country Music Awards, to me, uh, they appear to be far more attractive than the women at the Oscars. That's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. How was Peyton Manning? Was he funny? And I noted the show was produced by Omaha Productions. Okay. And hmm. and Peyton used to say Omaha, oh, Omaha. Oh, Omaha. He it's is really company. Uh, really expanding his reach, isn't he? He's a television producer and God knows what else. I He's, would venture a guess that he will be an owner of a team. That's he's got so many tentacles. Well, he's going to have enough world. money. Yeah. 
he will be a uh, he will be an owner. Him and Eli doing that thing is pretty funny sometimes. I haven't watched long segments. It is depending on segments. who they're with because sometimes they try too hard. Like the other week when Obama was on, it was unwatchable. It it was not good. But how did Peyton Manning suddenly get to be the co-host of the CMA Awards? Oh, he's been doing – I remember when he was still playing, he was hosting Saturday Night Live and was pretty good at it. This It's actually his company, too, yeah, Omaha that's what Productions, I thought. as I'm that's looking right. here online. So he owns the, the production company. Well, he's you know what he is? He's a tycoon. Exactly. A renaissance man? I guess. I guess. Uh, Who did he win the Super Bowl with? He won Indianapolis. two. Indianapolis. Both oh, yeah. And, and Denver. And Denver, too. yeah. And Denver, that's right. When he basically threw like my seven-year-old when he went to Denver. <laughs> yep. Well, and how do you win? Well, that was his last game ever played. He he literally couldn't throw the ball 20 they, yards. His they, arm was shot. Had, well, how did they, they win then? They had a great defense, and they could run the ball. Yeah. Okay. Because he split time with Brock Osweiler. Oh. Brock Osweiler. Remember Brock Osweiler? Uh, no, I don't. Wow, his company produces a lot of like the ESPYS, uh, PGA Championship, Big Pappy's places. Apparently, David Ortiz has a TV show. I've never seen. I he's terrible pass. on TV. I thought he would be good. Well, he Ortiz. can't speak. It's not even that. It's he's got this bit where I, I don't know. I, I used to think A Rod was okay. Now he's just annoying. How come you never see Jeter on TV? Because he's smart. He stays out of the limelight. Living in the limelight. Did you, well, I don't even want to bring that up because you guys are going to make fun of me. So I, don't I would never make fun of you, Chris. Bullshit. <laughs> Oops. Where's it, I'm Pat? The, I'm the first violator. I'm just waiting for him to text me back. He said, text me, me back. Did you guys see the thread? Oh, I'm going to go with it anyway. The thread that Leah Romini posted about Scientology. I did, yes. Holy balls, man. Well, she said a lot of that stuff before, not about that oh, particular I, I I situation. Did not, I did not know but, that. Who's Leah oh, Romini? God, she's been attacking Actress. him for five years. Because know. she was a member, correct? Of Scientology, yes. And then she left the cult. Yeah, yes. And she had to be deprogrammed and everything. Do you plug yourself into the wall or something Apparently. to get the program? <laughs> but the, the 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 guy, the leader of Scientology's wife's been missing for how long? Fifteen years, John? Something like that. It was it was a, a length of time. Yes, never to be seen from again. Isn't John Travolta one of those nutcases? Sure is. So it's Tom Cruise who entered into this uh, thread that Leah Rinini, uh did yesterday. Tried to dissuade her. Well, from how long do we have to wait for Pat? He said, "Give me a two-minute heads up." I'll oh, just, did you? I did, but I'll just try calling him. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? You writing today? <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. Playing golf? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you can play. I can play. A little snow on the ground. Boy, it got cold, didn't it? I mean, yeah, it just it seemed like, just like boom. It was cold. Well, it didn't help that it was damn near 70 degrees at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And the night before, it was gorgeous, even when it was dark. Yeah. I have the top down. I'm going on a walk. I'm on a ricey walk. <laughs> it's not even ringing. Oh, shit. I think I might have just hung up on him. Oh, jeez. Well, it wasn't ringing. 
Yes, hello, Joe. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'll call you back. What? Huh? Okay, all right, call you a couple. What? Well, in his defense, I didn't know how long you were going to go with John, so I said, sorry, we're running a little late. I cut John short to go to Pat. Thanks yeah, a lot. Like after one, so I didn't want I didn't want Royce to be pulled over on the side of the road, and you know, is he still in a car? Yes. Do we have high school football games tonight? I heard one on the radio last night. Oh, huh. It was Chatfield and Blue Earth something, Blue Earth area. Blue, Chris, I can see who Chris, won. Given my large ego, I'm going to have to hold you personally responsible for my lack of airtime now. Uh, because well, Joe cut me well, off. Well, you can resume you, it after you Pat thought, if you want. Pat was ready, and uh, he's not. Well, why don't you just keep doing news stories for the town council? <laughs> well, Pat can be a pain in the ass, which is why I wanted to get him on. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. I don't really care one or the other. You see, I was just a little bit. Twitter has verified an account for Jesus Christ. Oh, they'll verify anything right now. the urgency of the need to transition the world Get this bumbling uh, idiot off there. I wanted to hear what did, he had to say. He you said see? Russia's war enhances the urgency to need to transition the world off its dependence on fossil fuels. Well, oh. they've been saying that since it started. That was oh. Kerry's big line. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, I forgot. Peggy what I Noonan, say. maybe Republicans will finally learn. Maybe. Well, Peggy, uh, some of us have known this for a long time. The best of the new uh, things on Twitter is the God account that we've all followed forever. Yes. He now has not a parody, actually God. Because <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk said you have to put parody in both the title and the whatever. Cuban man had some very funny tweets about Elon Musk yesterday. Mark? Yeah. Are they buddies? Uh, if they are, they might not be now. I don't know. Oh, gotcha. so, As one in Trump... In, Entrepreneur to another, Elon. It was very funny. Oh, he was giving him business advice, wasn't he? He was. How to count stuff? Uh-huh. Like by one. It was it was meant a bit sarcastically, though. Ancient Egyptians got tramp stamp tattoos. Wow. When did you get yours? Uh, 1998. <laughs> A little bit, but you know, I I said, hey, I texted him that we were running a little bit long, so we're good. You good to go? All right, beautiful. Hang tight. All right. Hold on. You're the only one that has anything left, by the way, Joe. The lamb. You got the lammer. You ready to go? I'll do it after Pat. All right. While we're still on the air. That's probably what I mean. That's probably a good idea. Well, you know what I meant. Right. I think. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to hear the song. I am trying to hear the song. Hey, Pat. Yes, sir. <laughs> Are there high school football games tonight? There are high school football games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for the seven classes. I was at one last night at St. Anthony Village on the artificial turf 
Jackson from down in the southwest corner and Howard Lake, and damn, that wind was cold. Woo! That was uh, <laughs> where was this happened. game played? Uh, St. Anthony up in uh, they're 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 playing all the quarterfinal games, which is the first round of the state tournament on artificial turf fields. Huh. So uh, they uh, because of the lateness of the year, they don't want to put them on mud. So they, uh, you know, you, you got Jackson coming all the way from uh, southwestern Minnesota to play. Howard Lake, Joe, was uh, two and thirty-three the last four years. They went out and had a nine and two year. They knocked off Minneapolis North, but uh, they ran into a little more than they could chew yesterday and uh, got beat twenty-seven to nothing. But I love this team. Do you know why? I don't. 11 games, they threw 19 passes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was that. The game started at 7. It was 7.42 at halftime. <laughs> That's wonderful. With a two-minute delay to fix the chain. Yeah. The chain was broken. They slowed us down. They, they now at the end, when they were getting beat, they threw a few futile passes. But uh, the game was still over before 9 o'clock. So, That's fantastic. Uh, you got Stillwater, Lakeville at Eden Prairie, Maple Grove against Eastridge at Chanhassen High School. Uh, and that is class, is that 6A? Yeah, that's 6A. I would think yeah. TV would have a certain bet at this time of year showing one or two of those locally. Uh, well, they, uh, you know, the prep bowl is now played in inside uh, when you get to the semifinals. Yeah. Now this year, next so next weekend, all these teams will be at the in the in the big dome. But it, this year, the Vikings have a Thursday night Thanksgiving night game, mm-hmm. so they pre- they won't let the prep bowl play there Friday and Saturday. I don't know why. Can't you move all your crap out of the way and let them start on Friday? But the prep bowl is now being played the first weekend in December. My word. Yes, it, it was traditionally after Friday and Saturday on uh, yeah on Thanksgiving. But the uh, the Vikings don't like the prep bowl because uh, they're and and the dome people because they don't get any rent. Uh, part of the deal when we built the People Stadium was that uh, the high school league got eight free days in there. Well, and, uh, they'd have a right to bitch if they paid for more of it. Other than that, to hell with the Vikings. Wait a minute. This is the People's <laughs> Stadium, and the high schools can't play there the day after the Vikings after, play. After a Vikings game, yes. <laughs> what is the rationale, I wonder? I They must have so much signage and stuff up. But here, they I think they, in the past, have played four games on – Friday and three games on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So why not play three games on Friday and four games on Saturday and tell the Vikings, you got to have all your crap out of there by noon. Yeah. You know, we're going to start playing. I, yeah. don't know. I don't know why they're making them wait another week, but, uh, you know, they're, they, uh, the, the people who run the stadium do not like those free games, three days that they have to give away. Pat, what was the team that you mentioned that, that never throws the ball? What, what, te- what high school was Howard that? Lake, Waverly, Winston. I know that they're not in the same class, but imagine if Howard Lake played Hutch. That game would yeah, take would... six seconds to play. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Last year, Hutch, I believe, in their three state tournament games as they rolled to the title, they threw seven passes. Wow. 
I I know the. Uh, I That's know a the sports Rosbergs. writer's dream. Oh yes. Yes, I know the Rosbergs well. Grady was their legendary coach, succeeded by his son Andy, and they still got it rolling. And I always tell them. When I die, I want to come back as a guy that covers Hutchinson football. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you could be out for work. dinner by 8 o'clock. <laughs> I want to work for the Hutch daily and come back and uh, and have those hour and 50-minute football games. It's fantastic. So. Say, Pat, I didn't think there were any new Bud Grant stories, but uh, Dennis Sanders had a nice piece today. Oh, that was great. That was a great little twist on the Armistice Day blizzard. It really was. Uh, Bud was out hunting and got caught in the storm. Of course, you go back to the days, and I go back to the days, especially at the St. Paul paper, where we never failed to have a page one story on the Armistice Day blizzard uh, for ever. And uh, nothing, today. To be, nothing today. Nothing today. Had, had to be the late 80s before we stopped doing that, because yeah. we had... Uh, we had some old Irish managing editors who weren't going to let the blizzard get away from us, but that was a great piece. And every year we'd have the yeah. picture of the cars stalled under the bridge at yes. Minicata. <laughs> yes, yes. They should. We, with that brand online, it wasn't with the Dennis's column, but yeah. they broke that picture out for the online version yeah. where you could only see the <laughs> tops of the very cars. Uh, well, you know, something about the... Uh, Something about the low pressure in that storm was very unusual, Joe. I, I don't know that I'm not. Uh, my son's a meteorologist. I'm not. Someday I'll have to. <laughs> well, low pressure is why you get all this rough weather on Superior at this time of year. Oh, man. Yeah. I was watching the waves the other day. I saw them on. Somebody put out a video up on. Man, I was feeling. I, I got to dry it. Promise me a day when they're just howling. Oh, I love that too. I, I love it. There, look at them. You know, I understand the weather pattern. Pick up the Calcutta Clipper, <laughs> swings down, swings up, yep. lakefront influence, yep. and out. Yep. Yep. You know, I after Denny said that, I still didn't stop feuding with him. I should have said, okay. This guy is now one of my favorite characters ever, and I should have embraced him. Don't yep, you think? Yep. <laughs> I mean, anybody who can babble like that and have us all writing it down like it means something is pretty damn smart. That's right. You. Are we going to get one in <laughs> Buffalo on Sunday? I forgot to look. Well, well, not gonna be a real, Pat has pointed this different. out that the Vikings. Got real lucky when they played Miami because Uma Uma Guga wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, now, uh, Josh Allen might not play. Right. Not, probably won't play. We, our old friend Case is going to be the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. They're using up all their luck, man. They're going to have a they're going to have a home playoff game against the seventh seed, and they're going to everything that can't go wrong is going to go wrong, and they're going to end up getting beat. Uh, Buffalo could have weather Sunday. You've got, according to weather.com for Sunday, a high of 39 with the chance of rain and snow. I want wind. I want wind. Uh, wind is, How close is the ballpark to the lake? It's a few miles. All right. All right. But it's still, when I went to the playoff game against New England, that wind was howling. Oh, and I it like was that. freezing. I like that. And you're not, Pat, yeah. Reavers ain't going this I'm week. I'm not going this, this time. They got to do it without me. Yeah. Did the wife put her foot down on this one? She uh, she she may have had a say in. in I was going to say she had a, a voice. Yes, she, she did. She did. Yeah. As she should. Can I make a political comment? I've been waiting for it. Oh, God. <laughs> this 
is, will be remembered as one of the greatest days in Republican history. You might have lost the election, but you got rid of the megalomaniac. Not yet we have it. That psycho is still standing there. Yeah, but he he's done. He's done. They're going to drop him like a bad habit. And, uh, you know, you got a guy just as crazy, but much smarter. <laughs> and, and, boy, it took the New York Post four minutes to drop it. Didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Trump, it was uh, what Tuesday, Wednesday morning, it said the future. And then they had a cartoon of him on Thursday morning of Trump in the, in the front page of you know, so Rupert, I think, has been waiting to drop him, but it's uh, it was a triumph for the uh, in the long run, it'll be a triumph for the Republican Party. I cannot disagree with you. Uh, they got to cut ties with this moron. Oh, God, he's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he's you know, they people call him a narcissist. Are you crazy? He's a that sociopath. Isn't on, that isn't even on the same wavelength mm-hmm. as where this guy is. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's he, why would he start taking on DeSantis last week? Because he can't what? stand the spotlight being shined elsewhere. Although I yeah. did see from a political pundit um, that suggested if, if Herschel doesn't get the seat, maybe a Herschel-Trump ticket in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that that person was serious. Oh, wow. oh, yikes. Wow. Anyway. How about your boy Fetterman? I bet you were happy about that one. I was, yep. considering the other guy's a complete lunatic. But he'll be okay. I like a guy who doesn't wear a suit. Yeah. You know, he'll be fine. <laughs> the, Bab- the Babylon Bee had a great headline that a uh, congratulatory Biden call to Fetterman took three hours because neither of them could form a coherent <laughs> sentence. Yeah, but Fetterman's acceptance speech wasn't bad. That was. kind of halted a few yeah. times, but he was okay. He'll be fine. He better than this moron, Dr. Oz. You know what the problem is? <laughs> You nominated the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 I got nothing against Scott Jensen, but he's a moron as a politician, okay? Yeah. And not only did he lose, he took down the whole ticket with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so he got out of Bruce the gate Lee. poorly, Patrick. Yes. The old Holocaust, followed by ventilators kill people, COVID doesn't, that doors not <laughs> I say this stuff and I get emails, so I'm glad yeah. to hear Pat say it. <laughs> no, he's, I mean, it was, it, Walls was vulnerable as hell if they would have nominated somebody who was not a lunatic. Patrick, that, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the former president was asked about his various endorsements. Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, <laughs> I should not be blamed at all. Okay. But it'll probably be just the opposite. And people, <laughs> he's being serious when he says no, this. Uh huh. Yeah, but, that's how uh, effed up this guy is. That see what the the other thing for the Republican Party instead, you won't have to start nominating all these people who, you know, march behind all the nonsense that he spews. So uh, it's uh, the, the DFLers can go out and celebrate, but not for long. I don't. Think. So how would you sum up all the football picks that we used to do on the ride with Roycey? Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all. No, I should not be blamed at all. <laughs> what a, what a oh, sick hey, human being. How are you? Yeah. Oh, God. He's, uh, yeah. Is, is, is Melania going to dump him here? I'm just thinking the same thing. How long is she going to hang on to this nonsense? <laughs> I, don't 
I don't know. She, Maybe she's as goofy as he is. Well, she she he's blaming her for Doctor Oz. Did you see that? She told him to endorse yeah. Oz. Her fault. Her fault. Well, think of how bad Oz would have gotten beat if Fetterman hadn't had a stroke. Would <laughs> <laughs> have gotten beat by ten points. Yeah. So oh, yeah. anyway, Florida's gone though. Florida's now Texas. So. Uh, I don't, uh, the path for the Democrats to uh, be elected president are not easy anymore when you lost both those huge states. So, well, you'll live, uh, son. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm out of there. I'm out yep, of there. you got out just in time. Too many snakes, too many Republicans. Serpents. I gotta get too, too many, many snakes, snakes, too many too Republicans. Many Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Patrick, are you going to cover a game oh. tonight? No, I'm not. I'm going over to watch St. Thomas play basketball tonight. I'm, uh, they, uh, they got a home game, and they're, uh, they got a promising young team, and I'm going to write a column ripping the Gophers for not playing them in basketball. They but gave they Creighton have... a – did they give Creighton a good run? Yeah, they were what, six minutes to go. They were ahead of them by two. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Creighton's rated eighth or ninth. I was going to say, Creighton's got a good team. Are you going uh, to talk to Coach Tower? Oh yeah, I'll say hello to him for me. One of the great guys of all time. He's he a, and uh, when he was on the Cretan uh, basketball team, the tallest manager in in uh, state <laughs> history was uh, was with him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He wasn't the rookie. Uh, uh, didn't he coach rookie when he was very? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was, no, that was Johnny's dad that coached rookie. Yeah, John's dad did not Johnny Tower. No, uh, John. In fact, dad, yeah, John's was it? Dad, Johnny's John dad, the one that thought the, uh, the the layup was very yeah he he <laughs> witnessed the double pump layup in right. person. <laughs> double pump layup. He said, oh, "Here, hey, see if you can jump over this piece of paper." <laughs> I got to tell you one more thing. Did you guys see the picture of Freddie Colasso at the Viking game that I, I had a Gopher game that I tweeted out? No, no. Somebody, okay, Fred Knight. Uh, John Wareham, who's the library guy at the Star Tribune, was looking up some stuff, and he ran across a picture from a Gopher game in 1969, the last game of the year against Wisconsin, when the Gophers are drubbing up. And in there, they have Fred. Uh, by the way, this is a different time. They have Fred Glasso, Glasso in the cut line with his home address. Wow. <laughs> home address, Fred Glasso of such and such, such and such, Minneapolis. Cheers for the Gophers. Look it up. It's in my Twitter account. It's Freddie there. Freddie the Gardener. Took a day off from mulching to, uh, to go to the Gophers. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Freddie. He wanted to know if that was Freddie. Hell yes, that's Freddie. Yeah. I'll talk to you Monday. See ya. Goodbye. All right. Oh, I, think never... I, th I think even Patrick has an estate plan. He never disappears. You have to. We all need one. And Eckberg Lammers Law Firm has been helping people establish estate plans and wills and family property transfers and you name it for more than 70 years. And if you don't think you need an estate plan, think again, because we all have stuff. doesn't matter how much. It doesn't matter how old you are. You want to be prepared so you don't leave your family in a lurch. You don't want them in a lurch. You want to keep your future plans out of the hands of the courts. And that's why 
Eckberg Lammers can help you. Your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. They've been doing this for a long time. They uh, they know how to do it. They specialize in this. And if you don't think you need one, think again. We all have stuff. And unfortunately, we're all going to pass from this area. There's another euphemism for dying. This area. Right? Yeah, we're going to pass from this area. <laughs> so if you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts will decide for you. You can prevent that. Call Eckberg Lammers and make an appointment to take care of this. I don't care how old you are. It's important. Call Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878. Sorry about that. Yeah. I'm going to do that again. Okay. Call Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at ekberglammers.com slash will. I like hit the wrong mouse. That's the problem. I have. I got three mice in front of me here. You can't have three any mice. Three blind mice. Well, that ought to stir up some email. Why? He's right. It's pretty funny. Everything though. he said was right. I I did have to laugh when you posted that picture, Joe. Uh, people were answering it seriously. The one with the two I voted stickers. That oh, figures. That, that figures. That. But how dumb are people? Well, well, you know what? Well, don't don't think Pat voted twice. He didn't. Don't think I won't. He's been pulling that bit for thirty yeah. years since. Well, uh, I went since to I've Prior Lake and voted, then came back to Golden Valley. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Those people right now would say to you, "Yeah, well, I don't doubt that he would." Yeah. What do you got, Reeves? Nothing. I thought it was a nothing. Family emergency? No, it was from a number. And one of those unknown deals, and it was a voicemail. So I thought, just yeah, I'm just talking. I don't know why I'm opening huh? my mouth. Holy yikes! Just a minute, I gotta see some stuff here. What's this one? Yeah. What is this one? Speaking of politicians, did you see Burke's tweet? Yeah. Matt's got to stop. Well, I did not. I don't read a lot Jesus of Jesus Christ lost his first election too. Matt, stop. Versus, versus Barabbas. Matt, I think stop. that was a tougher foe. The Romans were pretty nasty. But Matt <laughs> needs to stop. He needs to stop. He seriously needs to stop. Well, I mean, who's reading this BS? I'm not. Well, he's got a lot of... Joe, social media's got some people on there. What election did Jesus lose, by the way? Uh, he just says lost his only election versus Barabbas. Remember, 
pilot yeah, saying, he lost that the, one. Saying to the people, who do you want? Yeah. You want me to crucify this guy or this guy? This guy. I have a Taylor Swift email for you from the town council if you'd okay. like. Okay. That might be helpful. Ooh. Oh, we need a scramble. Yes, we do. Are you ready? Yeah. 41,000. He's got 41,000 followers, Joe. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> He's a... Well, oh, careful. Yeah. Recording. Yeah, whatever. I, what do I care? I, I, I don't say it because I don't want to make it. What What about the email? I, I gotcha. I'm ready. I'm just waiting. No, well, you <laughs> tell me you were going to tell me about an email. Yeah. Oh, on the air? Oh. That way I can promote the town council. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I'm going right. wait for you to start that. I'm going to interrupt you just to piss off Adam. No, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. Uh, this guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Thank God today is Friday. T G T I, I something. It's a scramble. Suchi boy, we got an email from a town council member, Kelly Collins. She has signed up, 10 bucks a month, $100 a year, 24-7 access to all sorts of garage logic stuff, including video of the entire show on and off the air every single day. Uh, subject line, Taylor Swift. You were worried about how you're going to get a hold of Taylor Swift tickets. Mm -hmm. Ready? Yeah. Joe, you have to become a verified fan first on Ticketmaster. It's super easy. But must do prior to Tuesday. So I like your chances of signing up for that. Verified fan. I'm, I'm not going to become one. I think you should. I don't even know what that means. You just go online and you do the thing. Who do you go to? TaylorSwift.com. Do you have to go to a window somewhere? Probably. A building? Where's the building? Where's the ticket counter? Fifth, fifth and Hennepin. I think you just got to stand there. Stand there and get a ticket. Wait for him to come to you. <laughs> Do you even you get Kelly. tickets anymore? Or is it all electric? I believe at U.S. Bank it is all digital. Then I'll do that. Well, I got news for you. There are very few places that actually have physical tickets anymore. Uh, hail the flashlight king. Hail, hail you. Joe, I am one of your 22-year-old hopefuls from up north. I have spent all my life in vacation land making a living and now owning my own business. The house is bought and almost paid for, vehicles paid for, and more nice. importantly, a life full of money thus far. The world is always failing, but I wanted to shed some light as to what the young, hardworking kids like myself think. I also have a link to a video recently that spoke a lot of the controversy that a person like I think of, around, like me, think of around us. Most of the people I know and grow up around don't think like myself we have never experienced hardship like in the 70s 40s and 20s well, i should throw in the 30s but the one thing i do know is the world does not stop whether i put my vote in the box and pray or go to sleep knowing it i have enough money being brought in for the family i aspire for M morale the moral of my babbling and now to my point there are more that think like myself although i'm ready for nothing what Wood in a fire, walking miles for my meals to be caught, not bought. Any advice for a true blue collar listening is better than none. We do not back down. 
Please let that be you as well and believe. This is from Maverick up north, all right? I think what he's telling me is that there's a lot of 22-year-olds who get it. Okay, good to know. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and Om Pumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at Worldwide Waftage. Uh, this is uh, on this day. Joe, today is Veterans Day, November 11th. On eight In 1856, 13 New Ulm residents established the state's first chapter of Turn Varying. The Turn Varying motto is a sound mind and a sound body, and members sponsor social, educational, and physical events. All right? Huh. On this day, in 1859... The Athenium, a structure dedicated to educational lectures and social events for Germans, open in St. Paul. We've got kind of a cultural thing going today. Really do, yeah. On this day in 1919, November 11th, the American Legion, a veterans organization, held its first convention in Minneapolis. The convention began on November 10 and ended on November 12. Hmm. All right. And finally, on this day in 1940, the Armistice Day blizzard stroke, trapping hunters in lakes and drivers on roads. 49 people died when temperatures suddenly dropped from the 60s to below zero. Pilot Max Conrad of Winona earned hero honors for taking up his Piper Cub into the 50-mile-an-hour winds wow. and dropping supplies and leading rescuers to trapped hunters. Wow. Uh, that storm uh, sounds like it would have been just as problematic in today's era. Oh, I'll say, for yeah. sure. If you were caught out in it. And when you read Dennis's piece, at least I've read the online version, the the clip of the next day's newspaper is interesting to read as well. Mm -hmm. That accompanies the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what I mean is, despite modern technology and despite advanced warnings, uh, we could easily wake up to a November day. Well, we did yesterday to a day in the 60s. It was warm and humid and, and people could have uh, easily been caught in the transformation yesterday, the weather did switch, but nothing violent. It mm -hmm. just got colder and windier, mm -hmm. and it did not result, at least in the metro area, did not result in any precipitation. But had we had the precipitation that we had the previous day, look at how much snow we would have had, huh? Well, like, that Bismarck. I, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is the Armistice Day blizzard could have been just as horrific today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Despite despite our modernity. I don't know why, but the saddest part of that, and there's a number of sad elements to that story, but the kids walking home from school. Mm -hmm. That's one. Oh. We lost a few of them. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah I, you know, I looked up Max Conrad, the pilot they talked about. Mm -hmm. His New York Times obit has nothing about the Armistice Day Blizzard. Really? He was famous for a bunch of other stuff. Yep. A lot of international flights, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. He set speed mm -hmm. records and light planes. Flew around the world several times when he shouldn't have been able to make it in small planes. Does the, does the obit mention Winona? 
Yeah, it mentions he's from Winona, Minnesota, and mm-hmm. grew up here and uh, born and raised in Winona, attended the U of M, University of Notre Dame, Marquette, University of California, and Colorado College. Why also, did he attend so many schools? Uh, that I don't know. Well, what did he end up being? A, a pilot. Or right? science? Or? No, he was just a pilot. And he could have been like my... What year records. was the obit written? The obit was written in 19... 19- 1979. He died in 1979. April 3rd, looks hmm. like 1979. Well, my buddy Pete attended a lot of schools, but that's because he kept getting kicked out for drinking. Right. I don't think that uh, that was the case here. Uh, well, he was just he, he was a he was a flyer. That's it. He set six cool. distance and endurance records. He crossed the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans over 200 times, and he was philosophical about the occupation that kept him from home so much. So apparently, he just flew everywhere. That's the well, he, he flew. He took him over. He flew over the North and South Poles. Thanks, Max. Yeah, Thank, like you, cool Thank you, Thank you. Uh, GLers. Thank you. GLers, as we mentioned, if you want, you can sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council. You can find out more information also at garagelogic.com. And as long as you're online, head on over to the Garage Logic YouTube page because there we are posting daily content for your amusement. That's right, multiple videos every day for you to enjoy. And social media is a place you can also enjoy some stuff. Garage Logic is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Pod MN is your home for the Garage Logic podcast, where if you listen to Garage Logic, there you have the chance to win daily prizes via Pod MN. Have a great weekend. Did you mention it and I didn't hear you? How how far south? In other words, how much of the state was affected that severe by that storm? I don't know. Okay. Well, you know what I just found out? It it came up from Kansas City. Certainly the Twin Cities was affected. That's what I mean. I don't know how far north it... Well, Superior, Wisconsin was affected. Bud was up north. Yeah. But did it was southern Minnesota just as affected? I, I I think so. Okay. You know, she was a whopper of a storm. Yeah. Not a lot of people on the prairie back then. Uh a lot of flat land down there. Joe. That's right. I just discovered uh, I have a uh, digital uh, thing for the New York Times, you know, uh, eight bucks a month. Yeah. And uh, I have their entire archives. I did not know that. Oh, wow. You get that as part of your subscription? I, well, apparently I do. I didn't think I did. I thought I had the bare bones just where I could look at today's paper. Oh. Well, we're not going to the classifieds. <laughs> In the New York Times? That took too well, long. The well, the same day, just so you know, that uh, old Max's obit was in there, Blazing Saddles was having a special limited engagement. Oh, boy. Was that, that movie is 1970? No, it's 73. So they must've been showing oh, it uh, some sort of weird. Uh, like a dollar theater or whatever. I don't know. They make it look like a special event. I have no idea. What twins player did Roycey buy a ticket to, to go to Blazing Saddles when they were on the road? I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. We continue oh, yeah. to realize. Hang tight. Uh... We continue to 
Yep. That the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings. Country's tallest buildings. Yep. The more likely it is. Do you want a comma in there? I'll I'll come and look at it. The, the more, more likely it is. Yep. To elect candidates. Yep. Interested in only personal grievances. Interested in only personal. It's uh, N-A-L. Wow. <laughs> yep. Oops. How you doing on grievances? It's C-E-S, correct? Uh-huh. Okay. G-R-I-E. Nope. I got no squiggly line. <laughs> uh <laughs> Biden student student loan forgiveness program is declared illegal. Can I offer that we call it Biden student loan scam? Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's declared illegal. Biden's student loan scam is officially declared illegal. I don't believe I use the word official. Oh, I thought you did. I'm sorry. No, but that's okay. That's okay. All right. Patrick Royce Sports. Johnny Height News. Johnny Height News. Boy, where can you get more for your dollar than right here? Huh? No S. And Johnny Height. No S. No S. Guitar. <laughs> guitar. When's Dylan flying home, Johnny? Next weekend. He'll be here another week. Oh, wow. Cool. So he'll be here next week to play some more bums. Sweet. More bums. I'm using the uh I'm using the Biden scam as my I think we'll get. Yeah. He goes to the doctor November 22nd and he can't work till then. So he's really he got healing no, up? nothing to do. Yeah. He's is he getting walking better? without the boot and stuff. And it feels Did he have anything like a procedure done or is it just, just letting no, it No, it was just broken. It was a slight break of the ankle. And, you know, nothing, not a dangerous one. I or sprained mine really bad playing basketball in high school. I have nothing to say. <laughs> you never got it hurt? Many times. I love the world's tallest manager. <laughs> the tallest manager in high school basketball history was great friends with Johnny Tower. Are they the, so obviously they're the same age? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Is he going to remain their coach? Well, I don't know. I mean, as they ascend into well, it's D one. I when does yeah. he start facing the pressure? You know, I don't know. Well, hell, they they played well. The hockey team played well against Mankato. Mm -hmm. Although Mankato's not as good as they were last year. You got to get to a game down there. Seriously, you'd you'd like it. It's too far. That's too far. Joe, I'm I'm at the imports. You sure you don't want me to look? Imports? Yeah, the cars. What year are you? 1979, did I say? Oh, right? well, you all tell me a few, Damn, but 79. I, I was hoping you were going to say what year is it. <laughs> Chris's favorite answer. Uh, oh my God! There must be a thousand Mercedes for sale. Yeah. By the way, it's not a porch. I was being—I was kidding when I said classifieds. The New York Times does not have classifieds. Well, this has got class. has got. Well, they did in the five 70s, pages of classified cars. Maybe they did. Yeah. I'm unaware of that. Peugeots, lots of Porsches. Mm -hmm. It's a BMW, um, not a porch. Yeah. Fiats. Um, I told that joke to a group of people. They didn't. Uh -huh. get it. They didn't get it. Really? Are they our listeners? No. <laughs> Friends of my wife. Ooh. Yeah. Alfa Romeo. You like Alfa Romeos? 
I do. I've owned a couple. The spider, spider Panther, 1966. Right. Ooh. 43,000 miles in showroom condition. No price. Uh, 63, four-cylinder rebuilt, $3,000 mm -hmm. firm. What else you like? MGs, Austin Healy's, Triumphs, Jags. I don't see. I was looking for Austin Healy's. I don't have any of those. But 1979 is too, too recent, despite it being a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> What would you say, Yogi? Boy, that didn't make any sense, did it? <laughs> Yogi, come on. That's too recent for being so long ago. <laughs> How about that? The greatest quote from Dolly Parton that made Bartlett's it? quotations. What was it? It takes a lot of money to look this cheap. This that's cheap. A great yeah. quote. Wow. When did yeah. she say that? I don't know. Apparently, that's been a trade. Yeah. Oh, I, I've never yeah. heard. That's great. It takes a lot of money to look this cheap. How about a... She looks cheap. Tom Guck, who's a frequent emailer, just sent the the photo that you and I were talking about about the Miss New Hampshire, Miss oh, America. Yeah. yeah, and it says the idea that there are biological differences between trans women and women is a transphobic myth. That's right. I defy anyone to identify the trans woman in this photo. Right. I've fallen in love with these country music women. They're they're just something about them. They just they seem happy. I'm a and I, I guess I wait before I state what I'm of state. You I know gotta, what? They're happy. They're look. patriotic. I got to see how old she is. Because <laughs> I'm at the age now where I'm going to be creepy like you guys. I don't I'm know. Not, Joe, oh, no, Joe's, Joe's sounded good. a lot creepier than I am. I'm sorry. I'm not being creepy. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm invisible anyway. I'm a big fan of Kelsey Ballerini. Hey, she's got a really good voice. Um, I can't place her. I don't know. I, I guarantee I know you saw is, her yeah. on this award show. She's a big. She's a big star now. Well, I'm sure I music. did, but I'm talking about the women sitting out in the audience and what have you. Far more attractive than the women at the Oscars. She has a song called Half of My Hometown that I dig. I Let's put called. it this way. Ricky Gervais's speech to the movie industry mm -hmm. would not work with the country music industry. Because they're not. They're not as effed up as right. the Oscar people. Right. Although, what was the dust-up? Because we talked about it with... Uh, Hickville. What's his name? Um, Jason Aldean. Thank you. And yeah. who did he get into it with? Uh, um, Mar oh, my God. Ma Maureen, Maren, Maureen Moore. Maren, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. say it. Maren Maren Moore. Maren Moore. Because <laughs> it was something about his now. Because is he on wife number three? No, no. Wife two still. Wife two. It, sorry. He's still with the same wife. But started the whole mess i'm gonna go rig up the computer to do a time card oh crap oh i gotta that's right and you need stories too about chris huh oh okay yeah. johnny okay i see you next tuesday then okay johnny john okay, you worked then. all week i God, did keep in touch with johnny because if these other two morons don't show up monday johnny gets to work <laughs> no I, I guarantee you kenny will be back because i just turned his time card for the last two weeks yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going there's no time on it there's kenny, no time <laughs> kenny's gonna be back on monday <laughs> um, i understand yeah about that about um that yeah about that what's your are you going anywhere for the holidays johnny uh no uh, you guys no. are home? Okay. Yeah, we'll be home. Okay. We'll be um, home. Country roads. Take me home. Country roads. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Mountain Mama.
You don't like it's that a, one? It's a great song. What the hell is he talking I, about? I love. But that. he's watching the damn country music. The only you thing, know, though, don't get me started. And I, and I know you're. I know you're gonna. You're gonna poo poo me, but poo poo. Every Chris, poo-poo. town baseball team plays that. Not everyone, but everybody plays it after they win, because you know that's how you get to your ballparks as you drive the country roads. Gotcha. That makes sense. Which is cool. That makes sense. I miss baseball already. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Not Major League Baseball. Fuck that shit. Those guys suck. I I just violated the town council. That's all I did all summer was watch baseball, so I I can't say that. I said the F word, and I apologize, town council. No, he doesn't. I I do. (laughs) I got to start pretending like I'm at home with my kids and then go down in the basement and swear. We should all just start hitting our mute button. So I go like this and I go, you, you know what? I forgot <sighs> what I forgot to do all the outside stuff, you know, outside the tramp could take the trampoline apart, put the, oh, you haven't done any of that yet. No. Oh, you now you have to do it in the cold. And I was going to do it during the course of the week, but it, every time I was home, it was raining. I, I did everything except one thing. I haven't winterized the gas and stuff yet with sea foam. Which I have to do because I thought I'd cut the lawn I've, again, but then it just. I've never out. done that with the lawnmower. Oh, I do it every year with the lawnmower and the gas that I have sitting. I in do the it gas in the can. spring. I'll dump some in that there works in the spring too, and yeah, it that fires works right too. up. I'm not going to do it now and let it sit yeah. there all winter. Yeah. Uh, my, well, I didn't know. My brother told me this about five years ago. He said, "No, put the sea foam in and run run it through." Oh. In winter, because I got to ask starts. my guy here when he gets here. <clears throat> can he? Is that my canny? No, frat. <laughs> I, oh. I think I'm going to buy. Oh, that's a, right. You got frat today. I'm going to buy a snowblower this year. Ah, because I got a I got a bigger driveway. Although I don't because I used to have a sidewalk when I lived in Carver that I had to take care of, which was such a freaking pain in the ass. Yeah, because it ran all down my yard and then back behind my the back part of my yard. Those and pictures. I had to, it was part of my ownership agreement. As I had to plow it. The pictures or, I sent you yeah. last night. Yeah, of my brother's place. Oh my god, that. A uh, little bobcat there, you know. Yeah. There's a, there's a buddy of his who called him and said, "You want me to come to your driveway?" And Tim said, "Yeah, how much you want?" And he goes, "Buy me a case of Bush Light." So Tim Tim said, "I had a case." His wife drinks Bush Light with clamato, which sounds yeah. just god awful. So he said, "I had like three cases of Bush Light there." He showed up. I handed him a case <laughs> of beer. Said it. He said it took pump, about uh, twenty five minutes. Into your car, oh. carjackings are on the increase. Yeah. Where you hop out, then they get in and take off. Got to watch it. Well, who's hopping out of their car with it running? Idiots. <laughs> so I, I don't think they're going to get carjacked. I never, ever, ever stop in Minneapolis anymore. If I have to get gas, I it's out of the city, right? So I'm at the stoplight over here by SA to, to loop around. Talking to me? Yeah, well, yeah. both of you, because John could still hear me, too. <laughs> So I'm at the stoplight to loop around to get back onto 280 to get on 94. And I watch a lady pull into Speedway with kids in the back seat, cars running because I can see the exhaust. Ah, I'm just going to get my smokes. What, yeah, what are you doing? That's no. not a good idea. What are, what are you doing? No. I wouldn't do that even if I thought it was safe. <laughs> and, I, and I wouldn't think it's safe. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mike's here, Johnny. I got to run. All right. I'm going to run too. I will send you my timesheet shortly and I will send you stories right now. You're the best. Thanks, Johnny. Okay. Have a good weekend. Bye bye.